spirit portals are open and a new world is dawning. A mysterious enemy has stolen Aang's staff and replaced it with a fake. Now four heroes must band to discover who is intent on stealing history's most important artifacts and perhaps something more sinister. It will take wit, strength, and determination to stop this threat and save history itself. And we're live, coming to you from Cape Town, South Africa. It's Steve Durgan. Joined by wonderful people from various time zones. Yeah, don't be fooled. We're not all in South Africa. We couldn't no, afford but that. Please add that onto the musical episode goal. We all go to South Africa for the musical no, episode. Is no, that what I we're mean, saying? Just, you know, just think of goals like <laughs> oh. that you could help us achieve, such as live recording from a various various countries. It would just be nice to meet in person, wherever that is strategic to do. Um, I'm guessing continental United States, unfortunately. But how is everyone? I can't scream. My neighbors will get mad at me. Thank you for your honest answer. <laughs> I'm so sorry and unnerved. <laughs> I, I am doing swell. I'm doing swimmingly. Swimmingly, you say? Swimmingly swell. Good. Welcome back to Relics of the New Republic by Dustfire Media. I would love to ask a completely unselfish banter question today. There's, I have no self-interest in this at all. It's, it's purely hypothetical. Mm -hmm. But uh, if, suppose, uh, I were to ask you to officiate a wedding in South Africa this week for a very dear friend of yours. Oh, yeah. And... And this person who's about to get married issued a challenge to squeeze in as many nerdy references as possible to, say, Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, and the like, uh, into the wedding message. What are some quotes or ideas that come to mind for ways to shoehorn as much nerdy content into there as possible. Okay, here's the thing. There's a quote from Phantom Menace. Uh, not the expense of the moment, be mindful of the living force. Right? Like, be in the moment type B. Mm. I feel mm -hmm. like that you could squeeze that in pretty, pretty nicely. Yeah. Yep. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> or there's that. <laughs> this is a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> now this is marriage. <laughs> Will they get that one? It's, it's a reach, isn't it? Hey, we're, we're throwing spaghetti at the wall. In this purely hypothetical Staying scenario in which I have to write a ceremony in the next on, two days. on the wedding theme, you can always just be like, this wedding so wizard because that's their like slang right you know <laughs> yeah i think that's this wedding is so wizard play right we started with wizard <laughs> i have a bad feeling about this words mm. um yep. also that could help that could help very famous quote season five episode eight of the clone wars bound for rescue uh from Hondo Onaka, I may not be as young as I once was, but I'm older. So wait, are we keeping quotes to only Star Wars or to any nerdy genre media? Any well-known nerdy, nerdy genre. Uh, um, you, 
Yeah, or Gandalf, like, you shall not pass into divorce. Go back to the shadows <laughs> where you've come from, single life. The shadows of singleness. Oh, no. The shadows of singleness. <laughs> I do have some, some collecting of nerd quotes, and this is very helpful. Um, I'm curious if you have any ideas, Nikki, if you were to officiate a ceremony for a wedding for a dear friend in South Africa in the next few days, what, what would be some hypothetical things that you might touch on from various nerddoms that you enjoy? I mean, I would totally just pull stuff from my favorite game series because that is where most of my nerddom is. Um, okay. Like, <laughs> By ourselves, we're no one. It's only when we see others that we... Um, why am I failing at his... Oh my gosh. It's really good oh, so far. What is though. this? Yeah, the world ends with you. It um, is. Only by allowing strangers in can we find new ways to be ourselves. That's it. Oh. Really That's cute. cute. Yes. Fire. And also, like, the quote itself, like, the title comes from, um, the world is with you only by, um, you have to expand your boundaries to expand your world. Hold on. I am failing at, like, memorizing quotes from my favorite game. And then, you know, we all understand what it's like to have different brain states. Yeah. Now, if you had said... I need to do this out of Drag Race quotes entirely. I could have had an entire speech for you oh. planned already. Boots, yeah, like, mama. Enjoy life, expand your world. Um, she's wearing a pump. What are you talking about? Quote <laughs> oh, now. Um, the world ends with you. If you want to expand, uh, uh. if you want to enjoy life, expand your world. You got to push your horizons out as far as they'll go. I didn't realize I like when you told me the title of this series that it was. So connected to these deep yep. ideas. <laughs> it's cool. It's all about like <laughs> growing to understand others that are very different from you. It mm. seems like that's yeah. <laughs> somewhat needed in the world. Well, sometimes I, I have to confess that when I am asked to officiate something, especially a wedding, but not exclusively weddings, I just want to begin by going, marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have not done it That's why, you know, you avoid it. <laughs> that's why, yeah. But, you know, the idea, it just looms large over my imagination. Like, I'll try to come up with all these other things, and I just keep thinking of that. And it'll probably happen to me in a compulsive way uh, while I'm doing the ceremony. And you could just hire someone else in, like, the the congregation of the ceremony. You just say, Boo! <laughs> <laughs> if you buy my plane ticket i'll come down tomorrow i'll come down tomorrow and i will boo at this wedding if i get to see one penguin in, i'll boo the wedding of, oh that's right instead of something i do they need to say oh, sorry, as yes. you wish mm, there you go there you go oh. as you wish <laughs> well, i haven't watched the princess bride in too come long. on wedding oh, let's get sickening I'll figure. I, I have to figure out the line here on how much to mess with traditional <laughs> ceremony. We'll see. I, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. The next time that we go live, I will have some anecdote about this and how it went. Um, but you're you're so helpful to mention penguins, Will, because 
I did mention that I would I would see penguins, and I am sad to report that it is very difficult to slide on them. I did not attempt it. No penguins <laughs> were harmed in Steve's visit to South Africa. Um, we stayed a respectful distance away from them, uh, but they just weren't big enough to slide on. And uh, oh. so, you know, <laughs> jealous of Aang Shame. right now. But uh, I am happy to report that the penguins seem to be doing okay. I have photos and little video clips. I'll put them in Discord. Yeah, uh, we found some chilling with their eggs. It was cool. Aww. Yeah. Gotta protect the eggs, you know? Well, well. Last time we were at a bit of a cliffhanger on Relics of the New Republic. Or should we say rope hanger? More booers on this show. More booers. <laughs> yeah. Dingman is dangling from a rope on the inside of a tent above her grandfather, Jingong, and also Lin's mother. Um, seems like we've just overheard a, a little snippet of unsavory business at the end of the last episode uh, related to this uh, name is in the workshop, but uh, cabbage powder. I forget what else y'all said <laughs> for potential names. Um, cabbage Kush, I think, was mentioned. <laughs> cabbage Kush. <laughs> uh, what Lynn's mother Kush referred to tight. as a little bit of nod and smile <laughs> um, on the theme of agreeableness. So I don't know how established the uh, the name of this drug is, but some of that Just is anthrax. In the anthrax. And um, someone from the outside of the tent saw you at your point of entry, Jingmin, and moving towards you mm -hmm. on a flying bison not that the flying bison is flying it is indeed walking it is a walking bison which may just be a bison since we have not seen it fly um what else happened an interview with zephyr sky dancer um which strangely culminated in ruining his plumbing and issuing a threat on behalf of the librarian thank you gus as a mook <laughs> Also, can I can I take a moment to compliment you real quick on air, Steve? Sure. Finally had a chance to listen to the episode when, you know, unfortunately capitalism kept me away from from the podcast. I told this to Steve in private, but now I want everyone everyone to know this. Steve's impression of me, 12 out of 10, loved it. It was so good. Well, yay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a moment where I was like, oh, Steve is really going to try to go for it. I love it. <laughs> I tried to follow Justin's practice of like the absolute minimum comments from a character, but I just don't want them to be totally invisible in an episode, you know? Because <laughs> like there's no way a mook would do absolutely <laughs> nothing <laughs> while mm -hmm. his friends are threatened. Mm -hmm. But thank you, Gus. That's very kind. Welcome. Anytime that people want to break a scale and give me a rating that is higher than mathematically possible, I will accept the gesture. On the same token, I, I will be fair and accept ratings that are lower than the mathematical scale. <laughs> hey, you know, you gotta take you gotta take the feedback when it comes, right? It's okay. 
Uh, the years of the greatest period of fragility are behind me. As far as I'm aware, I may have an existential crisis tomorrow. Is there anything essential uh, to catch folks up on? I think that was those were some of the main things. Um, Fumi, in a strange turn of events, was called a frigid jerk by someone who is much more likely to be a frigid jerk than she is. Um, <laughs> let's see. Lynn did a very good job alongside Fumi at interviewing Zephyr um, and getting them to say strange mm. things. <laughs> I think Zephyr thought the interview <laughs> went well until the plumbing incident and the strange threat. So, well, yeah, Woshi Ikeru looms large. Um, I feel like there are some time pressure elements in play with everybody. Mm -hmm. So let's open on Fumi. Where were you last, Fumi? You guys I mean, fled Zephyr's estate. Yeah. Um, Fumi's just kind of following them at this point. Wherever Amuk and Lin are going, Fumi's with them. So we open on a just running Fumi, panting, but keeping up sharp instep with Lin and Amuk. Lin and Amuk, where are you headed now that you've made such a wonderful exit? That's the Sky Dancer Estate. You've got some distance on it now. I think Gus and I are both looking at each other like, I, who knows? I have an idea where, but like, okay, he, I'm of two minds. A move okay, yeah. would hate this idea, but at the same time, Gus thinks it's a great idea for him to go here. But Amuk is do saying, it. I hate it there. <laughs> I think we have to do it. We rally at Dumpy's. Mm. <laughs> totally feel that with you. We insult their cooking and 12 hours We're later? Back. We're back. Less than 12. It's, it's, it's like been what? Three hours? hours max. I don't think it's been yeah. that long, even. Only yeah. because my, my thought that process as a mook would be hmm. okay, Jingmin's never been here. If we go to the cat owl cat cafe, mm. what if she's there? What if Kumadi's with her? We need a new rally spot. Dumpies. Oh, fake dumpies. the reluctance. It's it's the like it's the it's fake it's dumpies. The BBL dumpy. It's not real. It's the BBL dumpy. She's a little mm. bigger than she should mm. be. You know. That's why it's so hollow. <laughs> the flavor just isn't right. Yeah. <laughs> Those poor dumplings. They put too much stuffing in them. Mainly salt water. <laughs> Dumpies without a soul. You make it to Dumpies. And it is just as wonderful as you remember from a few hours ago. Has the has the smell improved? Did he at least take my advice to hopefully make it smell? Amuk, you have ginger. a great sense of smell. And the ginger is coming through more, which suggests to you that it is more thinly sliced. And given that there are only two other customers in here at lunchtime now, you think 
this chef slash owner slash busser slash every every role possible at a restaurant uh, is applying and taking time to dedicate themselves to the craft and to your advice. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't want to see a mook's dark side here if uh, if this advice was not not spring. right now, not while he's this upset. No, indeed, indeed. Just starts blood bending him. Like ratatouille, except worse. Please, it's not. Mook's just like, oh no. Yeah, talk about a ratatouille gone bad theme. There's just an enormous hat, and Mook's inside of it on top of a chef, blood bending them. Remy was the first bloodbender. You know, that's a one shot, Diva. That's a one shot. It wasn't. It wasn't the moon. Yeah, we didn't learn from the moon. We learned from the from the rats. We learned from a rat. <laughs> we need a new series. <laughs> okay. I think we peaked there. Everyone, I'm gonna head home. Thank you all for having me on this podcast. We finally <laughs> made unforgettable <laughs> art. Oh no! Makes me feel like we need to do a red wall. Oh a no! A red wall. Uh, one shot. We're dropping like fries. Red wall oh. avatar. There were there were votes Crossfers. when we asked which TTRPG to play next. There were votes for a game that is heavily inspired by Redwall. The name of which escapes me at the moment. Mm -hmm. My root. I think it is root. Root. Yeah. Root is a good. Root is good, as the Germans say. I'm sure. The board game. Or, or is there a TTRPG based on the board game of the same name? There is a TTRPG. Oh, thank God. Oh, oh, well, coming back, <laughs> is that... Yeah. Well, I thought Jinkies was gone forever. It wouldn't It'd be really funny if I just laughed. Yeah, it would. It wouldn't be the just worst exit. I'd be like, wow, in. they were sincere. I feel flattered that, that we actually touched them <laughs> with this story so, so much. <laughs> we peaked. We peaked. Well, you make it into Dumpy's. You see two other folks at the opposite end, um, and they seem pleased with the food, and they're you know, speaking in excited uh, whispers about the return of Dumpy's. And you're able to, to reclaim your, your same spot. It's open to you. I'm curious what you do. Um, you did float a plan recently, Amuk, regarding... The cabbage powder. Oh my god, I forgot. Um, I think we all sit at the table, inevitably wait for the busser, chef, waiter, host. That's me. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say something about oh. me, or did you think it? Sometimes I just say that's me when I walk into a room. Actually, that's a good I talent. I was thinking about you. It smells like you took my advice already. Your advice smells great. I just hope it tastes great. Did you remember to increase oh. the amount of collagen in each dumpling? For the juiciness. Okay. Can we get an order of soup dumplings, radish cake, and jasmine tea for the table? Please. So glad to see you back in the same day. <laughs> don't, don't be so happy just yet. <laughs> Oh, okay. 
and he scurries to the kitchen. Guys, he can read our mind. Is no one else like worried a about that? A little bit. But also, I'm not worried at all. <laughs> he calls from the kitchen. <laughs> we can't be here. We have Did to go. Did you see him in the kitchen? <laughs> Angrily thinking to himself, I'm going to end your family line. Oh my god. And wait. You send this test out into the, the realms. And he does not say anything. But you do feel like you this hear why the, the noises in the kitchen pick up speed just a little bit. <laughs> so one might speculate. Amook, just one more, one more time, just to be sure. It's like the restaurant is on fire. <laughs> just trying to send the message as much as he can. <laughs> Forget the crystals, girl. At least we are manifesting. <laughs> it does not seem <laughs> to have an obvious effect. Just look at Lynn. Just, so I don't, you, I don't you wonder if it was coincidence. I think, I think it just. I think he just likes to run into places and say, "It's me." Okay, I can I can respect that. I am. We'll check it on that later. So, before he gets here, I may have threatened Zephyr, Joy Dancer, with me being an assassin sent by the librarian. He saw my face. Um. It was the first thing I could think of to make sure. He actually is a part of everything. Like, we know he's on the list that we got. But I figure we can set a trap and see what he does after he freaks out, thinking that someone's coming after him to pay the three prices with his own life. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean. Amuk, you remember that you also have a, a scroll that you retrieved from his desk bearing a recipe. Also, I went through his things hoping to find something, anything, whether it was a blue to the saddles, whether or not he's the one buying everything. The only thing I did find was his recipe. I don't, I can't tell what it's for. I just hand the parchment off to Lynn to, to look over. Lynn's gonna look at it like she knows how to cook. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have a kitchen. We could recreate it. Lynn, you look over these ingredients and they read Ursa's coral powder with a note mm -hmm. next to it that says Fire Nation Coast along the Sea of Ursa. You see Root of Silver Mist. You see Banyan Bark Shavings. Essence of White Jade. And mm -hmm. Dragon's Breath Herb. Which Amuk would mm -hmm. recognize as something he has in a vial in his bag of legumes. <laughs> For anyone that's audio only, I did just stand up to get a notebook so I could write all of that down very quickly. <laughs> I will copy and paste that list right into the chat for you Perfect. in our stream yard. Characters, even though like that's not characters, but whatever, it's important. That's that's important. Yeah, it is. We need to look back at that. Uh, 
Very helpful to have players who care to take notes. I don't want you to have to have such a burden, so copy and paste is good. So, if I were to guess, this looks like a pixie stick recipe. <laughs> I mean, it's probably just as addictive, if not just as bad for your teeth. Hey, pixie sticks are great for your teeth. My dentist, my dad, recommended it. <laughs> When when Lynn finishes reading off the list, I kind of want to take out the dragon's breath herb that I have hidden in my legume pouch. Mm -hmm. And kind of just put it on the table for Lynn and Fumi both to see. And just we have one of three or five of the total ingredients that's right one in five i feel like if we go to like a bougie farmer's market we should be able to get the rest of this right Towns will be that easy. i feel like Fumi's just like know. sitting there swirling her finger to make it like a little tiny little tornado idly under it i mean i think we can get most of this stuff we really need to figure out yeah we have other things to deal with before that like i know we oh, i right. think um, how much money do we have between the three of us right now oh i forgot to tell you because there was a lot of tactic stuff I sleep for a really long time I... but thank you for letting me sleep by the way it was yeah. Kind of needed it. Um, I got you enough money to get you and Jingmin a place to stay that isn't the assorted rooftops for a public city. And Lynn's going to produce a couple heaping handfuls of money. But in like it's a stack. Organized. You know? Because it's like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mook is going to hand back. A couple of the stacks to you. Okay, hold on to these nope. for now. I'm okay. don't have enough pockets, but I have an idea. Oh, okay, yeah, I have a bunch. I think we should get Ben get these for us while we figure out what we're gonna do with that transaction to make sure Fumi doesn't get hurt. I'm not. Could you repeat that for okay. me, Gus? Make sure that who gets to make sure Fumi f doesn't get hurt and fulfills her obligation somehow. Okay. Um, I'm not really worried about myself. We need to do something about Woshi Karu. I'm wondering if we should, you know, ask the Red Monsoon for help. Oh, uh, I think they would be more willing to help if we had a bargaining chip. I think the bargaining chip is probably going to be that drug that they want. We have inside info for them that we can tell them about, right? Do. Information is good, but a physical thing to give them as a sort of apology from us for having so many of them arrested might work better. Um, we... 
we did also let all of them out. True. And I don't think we should mess with this deal tonight. I, I think we should mess with it. Okay, well, is the person that Wushi Kiro threatened in town for you? Or is it like, is it just me whose person is right here right now? Right? We can, we can protect you. I can't. It's a circus. What am I supposed to do to help my parents? Get them to shut down their business? They go poor? Look, I can protect you both. But right now, it's not my choice to figure out how you want to protect your loved ones since you're my loved ones. I've already lost one. I can't afford to lose either of you. Whatever the two of you decide, I'll back you both. What if we steal the powder after the deal? Okay. Steve, who's going to get the powder after this deal? I'm sorry to break the moment here. Yeah, you, so are you asking uh, who the, the purchaser is, the mm -hmm. buyer? Yeah, so it's not specified on on the info that was given to you by Woshi Ikeru. Um, you're you're there to make sure it doesn't go sideways. You're there as extra secret muscle if it goes sideways, but you don't know who it is that's showing up to buy this powder. The only problem with stealing it after it's been traded, Fumi, is we don't know who it's going to. We don't know how much strength they have compared to us. And we don't know how much security they'll have. The safest spot to steal it is either before it happens or in the middle. Yeah. I don't know how we'll steal it in the middle. because We don't know where it's coming from. Not too. We don't know where it's coming from. We just know where it's going to be. Yeah. I feel like if we go to the deal, we'll see who the buyer is and be able to figure it out from there, how strong they are. The other key point, too, is we can frame Shadowpaw. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the important part. Because if they find out it's any of us, it's not going to go well for either of your loved ones. We can frame Zephyr Skydancer framing Shadowpaw because he apparently knows how to get to her. What do you mean? I don't know. I just think it'd be real easy to say that the bumbling fool with a lot of money asked his thief friend to do it. When he admitted on record, he knows how to contact that her. Fool told you he knew how to contact Shadowpaw. Yeah. I'm not crazy, right? He said yeah, that while I was yeah, waiting he did. in the other room. Really, he said yeah. that. Yeah. Zephyr is a great interviewer. Come on. He, I mean, he oh, also yeah. <laughs> admitted that he knows a librarian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
Lynn, I like that idea. So I just want to say, since we we definitely have seen some tension here, particularly between Fumi and Lynn regarding whether or not to mess with this deal, even if you might be able to pull off doing it stealthily and making it look like someone else is doing, um, you can use the call someone out mechanic uh, if you think there's a principle you could call them to live up to. If you find a way to reasonably get through this, this argument, that's fine. If you want to use a mechanic, that's fine as well. So with a call out, if you openly call someone, you know, to live up to their principle, um, you shift your balance to do that away from center. If you have a slot, uh, and then you would name and roll with their principle and on a hit, they are called to act as you say, or mark a condition. So you're, you're really upping the ante on trying to persuade each other. So that is an option to you. But if you also think of ways to just resolve this in the fiction, that's fine. But I just wanted to introduce it since we've had, I think, a back and forth twice about this. And I don't think Fumi is sold that uh, this is the best course of action, but I leave it to you. In case you're looking at that, Lynn's two principles are risk and stability. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, a Mook's principles are restraint versus results but he is one over on results already due to the blood bending and he's, he's still going to yeah. get scarier if it keeps going to results yeah Fumi's our legacy and adoration and she's two up on adoration what do you say to each other Mookie's here's that order <laughs> thank you he sets down some new dumplings in front of y'all um, Luke just starts yeah, eating the dumplings, yeah. waiting for them to resolve while judging the dumplings heavily. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to leave the two of you to talk alone about this. I think me being here is not going to help you decide. Plus, I kind of want to have a conversation with the cook back there. Especially after trying this fourth um, dumpling from the plate of six. Sorry, you each get one. I'll be back. Gets up, goes to the kitchen. <laughs> oh, I have so many <laughs> questions. <laughs> oh, I suppose you could come back here. Uh. <laughs> Amook just grabs the guy by the shoulder. Okay, look. I want you to understand that what I'm about to say is going to be one of those things. As we're heading to the back, his voice trails off. <laughs> It sounded so foreboding, just winding up for threats. Oh, very good. So, Lin and Fumi, you sit opposite each other across a tray of two dumplings beginning to lose their steam. Lin, um, I'm sorry. I really don't want your parents to get hurt. I just, you know, I want to do what's right here and... So be a great. Well, yeah, I'm just worried about what they're going to be like this dealer's going to be using the cabbage powder for okay and i'm worried about that too but i can't let my parents get hurt i know that's why i think we need to like probably we don't have much time so we'll do the deal right now but we do need to take care of like just do something with 
to stop Oshi Ikeru from threatening you. Yeah, and I'm up for whatever that is that you want to do. We can talk to the Red Monsoon. We can call the police. We can ask God for a miracle. I don't care what it is. I just can't let tonight go bad. Yeah, I get it. We cut to Jingmin. Oh, dear God almighty. But first, is it time for an ad break? <laughs> I think I saw wait, one wait. recently yes, submitted is. for Dumpies, which is very on point for today's episode. Ah, uh, yes. Does anyone else see this in our Rottener spoilers thread in Discord? We have several ideas from Alyssa Powell. <laughs> well, well, well. I think I would like for Danny to read this. Danny, can you find it? Do you know what I'm referring to? Yes, it's in the Dustfire server. Yes, I will read those. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Dumpies, committed to doing better. Dumpies, food you want to dump in your mouth, but please don't, it's not safe. <laughs> if your dumplings are so good that you ignored the warnings from the previous ad, we do have a healer on call at Dumpy's. We care. Thank you for that. Genius. And I like to think I'm um, in the background. In the background of that, we just see several patrons, like completely like knocked unconscious at their tables, just asleep. <laughs> they're doing the ad, and they're not even caring to remove those people before they film. <laughs> <laughs> they're just excited to have a motion picture. Yeah, I love it. Well. Let's hope that Dumpy's does better in the future. It looks like they at least respond to advice. And we're back. Jingmin, you are dangling from a rope inside of a tent. You look down at the two people you've heard speaking. They bowed to each other. There is a shared understanding that goes beyond the words that you've hear th heard them say. And you watch as Jing Gong begins to exit the tent. Um, is he... So the, the, the individual he was talking to exited first, correct? No. She is still there and she turns to attend to some papers on a desk. It looks like she's managing something like accounts. But it was just them two in there previously. Yeah. Yep. So Jing Gong is about to exit the tent and she's <sighs> about to return to a desk essentially to do some work. This is what Min's going to do. She's dangling from a rope right now, but she will let go. And as she falls, she'll try to shoot an arrow in Jing Gong's path, kind of halting him from exiting. Oh, wow. So you're dropping into this room, the tent, the area below you, knowing that you're going to be in yeah. view <laughs> mm -hmm. of Ms. Encloth. She's going for a Silasic entrance here. Okay. And the goal with this arrow is to pin down the flap of the tent to prevent exit? Or... Yeah, or more so just to let Gong know that, hey... Someone's here and they don't want you to leave yet. <laughs> okay. The shot itself is not too difficult. Uh, I will not make you roll for this. Jingmin, right. 
you fire your shot as you release the rope and it does the arrow plants right in front of your grandfather's feet are your arrows distinctive jingmin i i think so i think gong would definitely recognize them do they at least seem like yuyan arrows yeah okay yeah. at once Jing Gong's bow is drawn and he whirls about with an arrow pulled and his eyes trail on you. A raccoon? You are wearing full face paint, Jing Min. You I let am your hair down, you've removed paint. your family pin. No one fires a Yuyan arrow at me. No one except you, Min. It's good to see you. Hello, Grandfather. Who's your friend here? Speaking of this friend, uh, Will, is it Du or Fang? Which uh, which name applies to the mother of Lin and Cloth? Did you ever decide? Steve, I'm going to be so honest. I have no idea. Okay. I wrote down <laughs> two names. I was like, yep, those are Lin's parents. Let's call her <laughs> Du and Cloth. Do Enclaw's fa uh, face is extra pale, and she looks a little bit rigid as she begins to sweep up together, just gather the papers on her desk and put them away into a satchel and say, Gong, do take care of this, won't you? I, I can't. Well, and Jing Gong looks at you, Jing Min, and says, I will. And um, just to note, Min's arrow is uh, likewise drawn. Okay. Or knocked. Yeah, you have a second arrow already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You should leave. Do. While you can. Yes. Yes, do leave, please. Right, darling. I'll, I'll get to that. I promise this wasn't us. There's no leak. All right. And she finds an exit through another flap of the tent and backs away with her papers. Did you follow me, Minnie? Um, if it isn't obvious, I did. Pretty easy to follow. Then Grandpa. you must know what I am doing. For the Lotus. For the world. You've told me of your involvement with them before. And I they don't have time to indulge your grand fantasies and delusions. But I do need you to come with me. Where to? Well, you'll find out when we get there. I cannot entrust myself to blind fate. Nor to a child, however well I may have you know, trained her. Well, you should know. Speaking of that training, that I might be the only one who has any chance facing you. And you have no idea how much I've trained since I've left, so you don't know what I'm capable of. Indeed. I have no doubt that you are very capable, Minnie. But I'm afraid I cannot obey your wishes. I have orders of my own. You're holding that string back very nicely, though, to prove your point. What if I told you that there are 
two associates of mine waiting outside this tent. Who would say otherwise to you not coming with us? I would welcome the challenge. As I have many more associates close by. But many, if you would step against the Red Lotus, I must stop you. Do you understand? He can try. Very well. I'm trying to remember where I told Pearl and Donna to wait. I'm pretty sure I just told them to wait outside the tent. Mm -hmm. Yep. So if you want to be more specific in, in where they're located, that's fine. Yeah, I think I I do just want them to have them waiting right outside the door. But I know I know I established last week that Jingmin had said if she hear if they hear anyone scream or anything similar to a yell to come in. Yes. So she won't do that yet. But right now, I think she'll try to just launch an arrow at the cloth of his pants near his ankles, trying to trap Gong. Okay. Not, not mechanically, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at least fictionally. Mm. At least fictionally, yes. Yeah. As soon as you tip your arrow down towards his pant leg... Jingong mirrors your movement and you release arrows at the same time pinning each of you equally to the place where you stand let's cut to the outside of the tent where a <laughs> flying bison is licking Perla <laughs> I think she likes you says the rider on top of the bison yeah, uh, great. <laughs> Perla stands, following your orders, Jingmin, staying close by, trying to make conversation awkwardly with this flying bison rider. Donna is nearby, we assume, but Perla does not at the moment seem disposed to immediately jump into the tent without uh, being seen by this person. Look, I, uh, I like animals, but... Uh, that, that's enough. <laughs> Just puts her hands out before being met with another massive lick from the flying bison. Boom Boom really enjoys uh, new people. And we cut back to you, Jingmin. Um, looking down, seeing the arrow similarly shot where she shot hers at Gong, she'll say, we still think very much so alike. I have a new proposal, Grandpa. I'm listening. Fight me in here. A fair fight. If I win, you come with me. No questions asked. You tell your agents of the Red Lotus to stand down. If you win, I come with you. And I fulfill the purpose of your training me. You would switch sides? over a challenge and learn of the Red Lotus ways? I'm only on one side, Grandpa. And that's mine. Hmm. Jingong strokes his beard pensively. Self-preservation. I can work with that. Danny, is Jingmin being sincere? Or is this um, a trick? 
No, she hates the Red Lotus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She is very much so into self-preservation, you know? Like, it's it's a vibe whom she catches. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I, yeah, it's probably a trick. (laughs) Also, a challenge. (laughs) Okay. Are you trying to use a mechanic here? Other than trick. I'm just curious, because um, I know you've challenged people in direct ways before. I think she is trying to mechanically uh, use her challenge move. And she set she set the um the conditions for either of the victories. Yeah, that's what I was hearing. I was hearing a, but, um, a, a deal on the table. <laughs> but she is, she wasn't, she was being sincere when she said that she'd go with him if he wins because she has full confidence that she will win because she is such a prideful little girl (laughs) interesting okay yeah i think then that this is definitely not a trick um let's review that challenge move so when you throw a boastful challenge at an opponent before a fight roll with passion on a hit the challenge lands so let's see if it lands Roll with passion, my friend. All right. I am rolling. It's It feels so great. This is the first arc in the story we've been telling where Jamie doesn't have any conditions marked. So wow. This is, I'm so comfortable. Two sixes. <gasps> or a 13. Nice. <laughs> so. So, yeah. I yeah, on um, lands. And on a 10 plus, clear all fatigue at the end of the fight. I don't have any fatigue marked yet, but I'm sure I'll mark some during the fight. Yeah. So if you win, choose one, your opponent must. So do we want to wait on that until we just see what happens with the challenge? Uh, I think so, yes. Okay. That makes sense to me. Well, to your surprise, Min, your grandfather scans you. And then nods. Very well. Then you impress me. Such a thoughtful proposal. And I'm sure that once you come and see what the Red Lotus is doing, you will be persuaded of the new world that they are bringing. But first, you must lose, as you always have. Jing Gong, with stunning speed for his age, stoops down to retrieve the arrow that you've fired through his pant leg, pulling it from the ground and rolling out of the way as you fire your first volley. And we will cut. And just so you know, Danny, Ah! mechanically, I want you to be ready because you're entering an exchange with your grandfather. Wow. I'm so scared. Also, also keep in mind, because this is a challenge, um, he gets to choose an additional technique. Gong gets to choose one extra technique in every exchange. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! So very big boss energy. All of a sudden, we cut back to Fumi and Lin sitting across from each other, trying to sort this out. I think our best bet is to steal it afterwards. Yeah, I agree. I I know there are a lot of uncertain. If we're stealing, I it. know there are a lot of uncertainties with that, but. At least then 
they don't have a reason to blame us for the deal going south. Right, we did our yeah. part. I just don't want them dead. I know. We'll protect them. No, we don't have to do that. I just don't want them dead. Well, this is this is also protecting in a way. Yeah, but like, if they hit them, that's fine. They just can't die. Well, like that would be bad for the local economy. I I, I do kind of get what you mean, and I'm being. I think I would feel the same way with my parents. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. Yeah. Um, speaking of people dying, do we think that the mook killed that weirdo yet? We cut to a mook and that weirdo. <laughs> okay, look. Uh, uh, thank you for all of your uh, generous input. No, you need to make sure you render the pork fat first before you add in any of the other ingredients. Right, right. Okay. Yes. Yes, I okay. will do it. You're very scary, but I your opinions are valuable, very astute. Look, I'm happy you're bringing Dumpy's back, but I have been working on bringing it back for a very long time. So seeing someone doing it so sloppily has me a little on edge. Oh, uh, uh, I see. I expected more enthusiastic support from Dumpy's lovers. But this also helps. So thank you again. At this moment, Amuk, you see a flap at the bottom of a door in the back of the kitchen pop open and a face peeps through it before the door opens and Benny pops in. Oh, this boy just comes by occasionally and I give him food. Oh, I'm oh, very him. familiar with this boy. Hello, Benny. Oh, you oh, know yeah. him. Speaking of which, you should Hi, go check on the table with my friends and refill their tea and bring them a radish cake while I have a conversation here with this uh, little one. I can do that. All right. Uh, just mind this, will you? It's already Get hot. out of the kitchen. <laughs> okay. Very, all right. You know best. <laughs> Amu just water bends. I thought that was pot. your voice. Says Benny. <laughs> Benny, it's like you almost knew we were talking about you. About me? I need a favor. Does it involve Guan? Because I like to leave him out of things. He just feeds me. Oh. Is that his name? Yeah, you weren't mean to him, were you? He looks scared. Merely giving him an advice on how to make sure that dumpy dumplings are actually good. Oh. Well, that sounds fine. I might inadvertently have threatened his family line, but I don't think I said it out loud. Well, Quan has an uncanny ability to respond to things that people think, but... I don't think he knows that. So he's just mostly confused all the time. As Guan, we just cut to Guan setting down tea and a radish cake at your table, Fumi and Lin. And he just mumbles aloud to himself. He's like, my whole family line. Wow. Uh, well, nothing. Okay. Well, I haven't been for a long time. 
So I'm not sure how to answer your question. Enjoy. Do you want to sit down? It might be good after all the threatening I just received. I think it was yeah, mostly advice, but it just sit felt down. like there was a subtext of violence. And then he just sits, he sits in a booth no, nearby he... and just starts kind of twiddling his thumbs. <laughs> no, no, no. Come sit here. Sit here. Don't spiral on your own. That's no. bad. Have friends. No, that's very, that's very generous of you. Very kind. I'm Guan, by the way. I'm. Hi, I'm. I'm Lynn. Fumi. I know. Are you the um, Fumi I so... heard on the radio in that match? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Stellar, I'm a fan. Thank you. That that really means a lot. And for what it's worth, I love your food here. Oh, that that's very nice of you to say. Dumpy's deserves the best. We'll see if we can get there. Yeah. Um, and just a word of mm -hmm. advice. Um, it wasn't subtext that he was threatening you. I probably pretty overt okay might want to just look well, into that it's a good you know? thing that uh you know we are committed to doing better by we i mean me because it's still just me that works here but soon enough yeah. people will come and i will hire them you're not looking for a job are you either of you i no we'll talk oh okay some other time all right ball, yeah. balls in your court um, do you, is he still back there? Oh, uh, yeah, the scary fella? Yeah. Yep, he's yeah. just talking to one of the local kiddos, hangs around and eats my food. Are you getting robbed? Not that I'm aware of. Though it wouldn't be the first time okay. we cut back to Amook and Benny. <laughs> so while Amook is talking to Benny, Amook is going to be working the kitchen and literally making dumplings and making them better um benny <laughs> okay. i love it i'm a little i need a favor yeah i need you to find me all the ingredients on this list except for the last one i can't have you ask any questions just yet here's the money to find everything and a little more for you oh wow that's a lot as payment for getting this done. I mean, yeah, it seems fair. <laughs> and he takes the cash. <laughs> I don't It's like I don't know how expensive the items are going to be, so pay yourself accordingly. A while ago I said I'd get more information for you. And maybe you already know this cuz everything's going crazy here in the city, but uh some of the officials, leaders just important people have been missing and then they're not missing anymore. They're found, but they're not acting the same. Even the chief of police, Beifong, doesn't seem right. And yesterday I saw some White Lotus agents acting strange. So just be careful. How were they acting? It was like they were looking at nothing. Just several of them standing in a circle, mumbling. Would a mook recognize that as, as similarly enough to the way Fumi was, was acting? You would think it's quite distinct from the way Fumi was acting. Whereas Fumi was bubbly and uh, giddy and extra impressionable, 
this sounds more resonant with um well actually i don't know if you were there to witness this because you weren't in the jail cell when tenzin came through <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah okay, okay good i was like hold yeah. on i don't it's different enough okay um okay thank you for that information benny i appreciate it i need you to do me a second favor uh this list amook i know you said don't ask about it but i i know it'll take you some time this isn't as important but i need you you can make sure jingmin's okay okay i don't know where she is and I'm afraid she left because of me. I can check in on her. But I need to know she's okay. You don't know, have any idea where she is? Not a lead? Who she's with? She left with Kamadi the last time I saw her. Oh. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll, yeah. Here. It's okay. I, we don't, I, we don't have to talk about it. Eat this dumpling first. This is Guan's dumpling. Now, Mook, you, I'll be straight with you. He looks at the list. Some of these things are across the four nations, so the only way I could get them is if someone already has them in the city. And I'd have to steal them, probably. Are you trying to contact Shadowpaw? He just looks at the scroll and then looks back at you. Benny. Mm -hmm. Do you have an in with Shadowpaw already? I don't. But... But you know this is what's needed to get a hold of her? That's what the Rat Queen said. All the street rats kind of have some idea, but only recently have so many people tried to contact Shadowpaw that it's like she can't even keep up with the jobs. And so this uh, list of things is in high demand. So it's becoming everybody's business. In fact, if I were you, I'd act quickly because I bet you Shadowpaw is going to realize that she needs new ways of being contacted. But these things are expensive, hard to find, and uh, yeah, I just, I don't know how well it'll work. I can look. Look, if you don't find everything, at least now I have an answer as to what all this is for. My suspicions weren't this. It's, I think, a step in the right direction. If, if I can't get everything, I'll return most of your cash. Still take something for yourself. I know you still need payment. Thanks. But... Before you leave, I need you to eat Guan's dumpling first. Oh, I always do that. Yeah, try try his dumpling first, please. Okay. So this is this is his. And now try my dumpling. Yes. Okay. Good as usual. And yours? Okay. Try mine. Oh. Are you working here now? I think I might do what's called a hostile takeover that would be very good this is this is good 
All right. Go work on that first, Benny, please. Okay. Amuk, I do have please. one question. If you can't answer it, I understand. Go ahead, Benny. Where did you get this list? I took it off Zephyr Sky Dancing. Uh, then he's already successfully contacted her. There's a possibility that there's remaining ingredients in his estate. I can start there, but there's a lot of security. And if he's already used it all up, then I won't know where else to start. Okay. Good luck, Amuk. Be safe. Ichi Benny, please be safe. And if you have time, make sure Jingmin's okay. Okay. I'm going to grab some more dumplings. <laughs> Amuk is going to walk back into the dining room with his plate of dumplings that he made. Put them on the table. Take three specifically. Put them in Guan's hands and tell Guan to eat. Your wish is my command. <laughs> Scary friend you have here. I need to start eating them. Oh my, this is fabulous. You're hired. Guan, I own 85% of this restaurant now. When did, when did that happen? Um, oh my. Just now, you ate the dumplings. You agree they're better than yours. I'll give you the recipe for 85% of Dumpy's franchise and this restaurant forever. <laughs> this is like that <laughs> show, Monkey Shark Tank. <laughs> oh, is this a plead? Is this a rely on your skills and training? Is this nothing? Is this just hilarious? <laughs> this, is, this is a straight threat. I'll roll for it. Oh, I'll roll right. For it. You're right. It's intimidate. intimidate. Let's roll Intimidate for the first time in a while, Gus. A hostile takeover. Hostile takeover. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hostile takeover. This is insane. Okay. What do I add for Intimidate? Passion. Passion. Mm -hmm. I am... And you're good at that, huh? Let's see. I am very good at passion. I am plus two at passion. <laughs> that is... Not that great, however. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is a nine. Oh, <laughs> no, a nine's a hit. Oh. Wait, no, yeah. I feel like that's. F it's not a ten plus, but it's still a hit. Yeah. yeah. Hey, wait, I'll help with that. So seven to nine. Oh, okay, wow. What do you do? Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, hey, if you let him own it, I'll work here. Oh well, that that does sweeten the deal. Mark a fatigue for me, Lynn and Cloth. Easy peasy. <laughs> it's like that pre-kitchen fatigue. It's before you even work your shift. You know, it's the anticipation of work. <laughs> it tires you out here. Oh, I felt that. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. Too real, too real. We're, we're trying to provide an escape from, from life for everyone. So sorry about that. Oh, no, it's all right. You can never you can never escape the service industry. <laughs> I, I've learned that. Well, I hope everyone's excited for season three of The Bear premiering right mm -hmm. here, right now. The um, I'm Carmi. I claim Carmi. I need a move. Ninety-seven sweet beefs. We have ten. 
<laughs> Where's my expo chef? <laughs> Hands. 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 <laughs> we're we're monkey shark tanking and Jigman is getting shot at. I'd I'd say there's an equal amount of tension in both rooms. That's fair. <laughs> um Amuk on a hit, so, they're going to choose one of these options, running to escape, uh, to get back up, uh, backing down but keeping watch, giving in but with a few stipulations, or attacking you but off balance <laughs> with a condition marked. Um, you can pick one that, that they cannot choose. Uh, with a 10 plus. What can they not do here? can't. I mean, I feel like them attacking me is really not going to be that bad. Um... Just throws, throws a dumpling at you. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the first one again? Sorry. Uh, running to escape or get back uh, up. Running to escape and get back up. They can't do that. They just call the God, Imagine throwing a dumpling at a water bender. That would go so poorly. Especially a soup dumpling. A soup dumpling? They can just bend the dumpling. Oh, we need more. We need doubling bending in this in this <laughs> oh, series. Happen. please. We're working on it. The it's best subtype in, of the best bending subtype is dumpling bending. Yes. Working at the restaurant we now own, Amuk is going to be bending all the dumplings. Yes, <laughs> Amuk. Uh, Guan looks at you. He his eyes dart to the sides of the room as though he contemplates escape and then decides against it. Uh, sounds like a deal. Good man. I will, I will need it to run well in order to recover, uh, what I've put up for the property, but I'm sure it will. Thanks to you. A lot has changed in a day. Looks over at Lynn. <laughs> Congratulations, Lynn. You own 15% of this restaurant as well. Do, wait, do I own any? Does that leave me eighty-five? Plus no, 15? you keep your eight. You keep your fifteen. I'm giving up fifteen of my eighty-five to give to Lynn. Oh, oh, thank you. Another goodness. fifteen for Fumi. Wait for me. Yeah. I want to make sure oh, you guys okay. have something that's a little piece of yours. Now that you mention it, I. Would you mind kind of being a mascot for dumpies or something? I don't know if that's the right word. Mascots are usually creatures that, but I don't, you know, advertising or something, Fumi. You you just seem like, you know, a popular gal. With the oh, pro you could really advertise everything. Thinking as the owner of this restaurant now, Fumi, as the majority owner, Guan. <laughs> oh. We yes. here at Dumbies would like to sponsor you. <laughs> oh, okay. This happened so fast. I already have a dumpling that <laughs> I want to make happening? in honor of your latest victory. It'll be an airy dough that we will call the Fumi Sweep. <gasps> oh. It'll be in the shape of an airbending push. It'll be very light and airy and doughy, covered in. You give me plum energy air. because you're so sweet. 
to a plum sauce gay glaze. But the interior needs to be a little tart. You did call that person a frigid jerk. Oh, I like that. That was called. So I think um, Very cool. a matcha custard filling with the plum sauce. Oh, it's a dessert dumpling. Yeah. Lynn's already sketching. Oh, I love the sound of that. I want to try it. Oh, right. me sweep. Oh, me sweep. <laughs> you see the first time. Glenda starts heading back to the kitchen excitedly. This is a huge mood shift suddenly. But the idea is has such force. The first time since everything's happened, Amuk is like, almost at at ease and and smiling it's not big it's just wow. just enough to know that umi and lynn are going to be okay owning a little bit of this restaurant mm. nothing like a hostile takeover to really you know? soothe the mind <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> thank you amuk yeah let's yeah thank you the two of you decide on what we're doing next yeah um we're going to do what was asked and make sure the deal goes through and try and steal it after okay also in reference to the list of ingredients that we have benny i asked benny for that favor and benny told me that everything that's on that list is what you need to summon shadow paw oh Lynn's eyes pop out of her head. Not literally, of course. That would be disgusting. But so, do we need to, like, go get them? I asked Benny to try to get everything for us. He said, since I got the list from Zephyr's, more than likely he still has some of the ingredients left. But if we want to do this, we have to do it fast. Because that means Zephyr probably already contacted Shadowpaw. Okay. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Speaking from experience, we should probably go scope out where the deal is going to happen and see what our best options are going to be. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Should we go? I feel like we just made a really big commitment here. I don't really know how much. I think we should go. As, <laughs> as we start okay. walking out, Amuk is just going to yell, Guan! Guan! <laughs> yeah <laughs> I left the recipe in the kitchen follow it to a T I come back and the quality's not where it needs to be you'll know oh I'm sure I will alright <laughs> and with even more trembling Guan continues his hurried work <laughs> I'm scared for this man, man. <laughs> we cut to Jing Min and her grandfather, Jingga. I'm so scared. Oh, joy. My goodness. Me, oh my. Danny. <laughs> Read us how we have a quote. Let's do that stance move. What uh, What are you thinking? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, um, I'm going to defend and defend maneuver. Defend and maneuver. Excellent. Show me your roll. Yeah, instead of rolling 2d6s, can I just roll 2d20s? Take that. I that sounds great to me. I cannot allow it, though you may have a glorious moment anyway. I think I'm fine though. I just roll two fives. Okay. For a twelve total. Mm -hmm. So do I do many ting or few ting? Hmm. I know what I'm gonna do. 
I'm gonna mark a fatigue. A fatigue, yes. Yes, yes. Wait, what did you say? To use... What did you call me? <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just gonna chew this one over with some oh, water. I will not say anything without first speaking to a lawyer. Um, uh, um, I'm going to use a learned technique called Take the High okay. Ground. Move to an advantageous position above your foe. Mark one fatigue. Again, so I'm going to mark another fatigue. Uh, become favored and ignore all fatigue conditions and negative statuses, statuses yes. from any attacks made against you this exchange. So, nice. um, fictionally, Xing Min, um, she sees a gong going for the arrow that she had shot at him. And so as fast as she can with her little raccoon-like speed, she'll shoot one of her rogue mm. arrows back at the post holding in the middle of this mm. tent holding it up and sort of swing around it, positioning herself somewhere like up, like in the middle of the post above Jing Gong. Okay. So she's sort of hanging off of it as a pirate would on his little ship pillars. I forgot what they're called, masts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so uh, your goal here is is to still stay engaged, right? She's still engaged, but she now has an advantageous okay. position. And you're uh, so you're hanging on the side of this post that's a, the support for the, for the tent. Yes, by the rope from yes. the arrow that you fired. And I let me just double check. Yep, I become favored, and I ignore all fatigue conditions and negative statuses inflicted on you by attacks to make against you this exchange. Okay, wow. So nicely done. Jingmin is as a deity. As... And now that technique is practiced. Wow, that's awesome. As a deity, as one might say, untouchable for at least this exchange, mechanically speaking. So I can land a hit, but effect effectively it will not do anything to your fatigue or Um yes, I, um it doesn't mention anything about balance. Yeah. Though. Yep. Okay. Oh, I like that a lot. Jing Gong seems surprised by this tactic. He uh, he had dodged your initial flurry of arrows as you went into this exchange and rolled to the side, still having your initial arrow in hand, the one that he's pulled from his pant leg. And he draws his bow and fires the arrow back at you. Um, it misses as you swing around at this post. And as you finally come into your position, he advances and attacks, just discarding his bow instantly. As soon as you take in this position. Yeah. Huh? And he charges and starts to run up the post and reaches to grab your angle. Um, he does grab it, Jingmin. And he is now hanging on you. I would inflict a negative status related to this, but I cannot. <laughs> you are spared from any mechanical disadvantage related to this. But he is trying to pull you down with his oh, weight. Because of challenge, he can choose an additional oh, that's technique. Right. That's right. But I don't know if any technique he chooses will actually be able to do anything. Yeah. Because I have the high ground now, Jing Gong. Yeah. It's over, Gong. 
I have the high ground. <laughs> um, I think, let's see, under advance and attack, I think a simple strike will do here. Um, but I believe the only mechanical benefit of the strike is typically fatigue. Is that right? Let me check here. Um, no. Um, strike opponent reach, forcing them to mark two fatigue, mark a condition, or shift their balance away from center. Their choice. Or you can mark one fatigue to choose for them. Oh no, you mark one fatigue, force them to mark two fatigue. So in other words, I can't force the choice of Oh, so you of can't ever shift. force them. Which means that you can yeah. just choose to take fatigue and then um, not pressure. take fatigue. Is that, is that your reading of it? Yeah, but, um, I don't know why I'm helping you. You're my <laughs> enemy, but pressure would technically be the only, uh, technique that would actually do Ah, uh, yes. No, that's fair. And I feel like him holding my ankles kind of kind of narratively makes sense for pressure. Yeah. Let's see. Impress or intimidate a foe. Choose an approach. Your, your foe cannot choose to use that approach in the next exchange. Yeah, it's been a while since I used pressure, but this seems like a good pressure moment. I will say, yeah, he does pressure. Uh, and he just reaches up and matches his the grip of his first hand with his second just sealing um the deal on this ankle grip and he pulls himself up towards you and throws both of his legs around the pole for stability and he says you're not going anywhere Minnie. and you are not allowed to evade and observe uh next exchange oh okay I just love that out of nowhere, I channeled like a strange, like climbing monkey, like energy into your grandfather. I love it. I love it. Tell me what's next. Um, I don't have anything. I don't think I want to do between exchanges. I'm down to just go into another one. If okay. You want. I'm not scared. Of we cut anything. to the flying bison outside of uh, the tent. <gasps> Still licking Perla despite protest. Uh, and Perla turns her ear towards the tent. She has not heard a scream, but she has heard signs of struggle. Uh, just, just give me a sec, Bison. Just. Her name's Boom Boom. Right, Boom Boom. Well, just give me a sec. And Perla steps towards the front of the tent where there is still uh, an inattentive uh, guard. Uh, the one that your grandfather passed initially to get in here. And uh, Perla just says, I think you should check on the folks in there. Oh, yeah? And the guard turns around to start going into the tent and Perla just clubs him on the back of the head with a fist <laughs> and he drops unconscious. Perla opens the flap of the tent and witnesses your next move, Jingmin. Perla's in here now? You've got some okay. pressure. Um, does Jingmin see Perla? Yes. Unmistakable. Large and covered yeah, in slime. Um, so real quick, Jingmin will just say, don't, inter don't interfere, Perla. I've got this. Uh, okay. If you're sure. And, um... Uh, Jingmin will av advance and attack this time. What move do you choose? Oh, yeah, let's see the roll first. Uh, yeesh. I'm going with passion, which is a little less good. 
in focus, but so good. A six and a five. You're doing great. Plus one for a twelve. I, I'm just waiting for it to all come crashing down on me, and we all get to see a twelve-year-old perish on screen. But hey, wouldn't be the first okay. time in the Avatar universe. Yeah. Yet. Oh wow. <laughs> Heartbreaking. Um. So I'm advancing and attacking, and um, I can unmark favored to use an additional basic or master technique. Nice. So I am going to use pressure, mm -hmm. strike, and pin a fly to a tree. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll start from the top down. First, I'll use strike. I won't... Um, well, f how I'll narratively say what she's doing first. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in response to Gong grabbing her ankles and latching his legs around the post, saying you're not going anywhere. Um, Min will say, you're not going anywhere either. And she'll take an arrow and sort of shoot it down at um straight through his arm through his arm and into the post oh piercing his arm and go and lodging the arrow into his into the post oh. and i think that i think that should represent both strike pressure and pin a fl fly to a tree ah, <laughs> so. yeah so for strike, I won't mark the fatigue. So you can choose to either have him mark to fatigue, mark a condition, or shift their balance. Yeah. I will say I'm going to mark a condition. I have some custom conditions for this guy. And the condition is humbled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> Sit down. There you go, Minnie. <laughs> And as far as um, the pressure, what can I not choose um, next exchange? I will say he cannot, he cannot defend and maneuver because I don't want him to move. Well, I think you've made it pretty hard for him to move. <laughs> not, not to... Yeah. Um, and then, well, no, here. Here, sorry, I'm going back on that as soon as I said it. I'm gonna say he cannot advance and attack. Okay. Okay. Yes. And for pin a fly to a tree, it says fire arrows of perfect accuracy to pin a foe in place. It wasn't that hard being accurate because he's right below me, but I will I'll just mark that I was really thinking hard about marking my remaining three fatigue mm. to make him trapped, but I will just mark the one fatigue okay. to impair him. Okay, impaired it is. So to clarify, you are forcing him to move. Um, he, uh, well, he can only move with defend and maneuver. So he can choose to either move or just observe. We'll uh, do it up. So can't attack next time and impaired. Well done. A very strong play. Huh. His eyes go wide and he looks into yours, Min. I... Impressive. I am proud of you. And he pulls the arrow out of his own arm as he releases your ankles and falls back down towards the ground. 
Before I choose any further stances for him, the uh, a flying bison head bursts into the tent and knocks Perla over onto the ground. And the rider, like, eventually forces themselves through the top of the tent. It's had to be stretched a bit. The opening normally doesn't accommodate a flying bison. Um, the rider looks and surveys what's going on and says, I thought something strange was up. You can't be doing this in this tent. Sees the arrows, sees the blood coming out of your grandfather's arm. And then just has a suddenly grave expression and says, Boom, boom. Attack. <gasps> uh, uh, uh. What? And you... Can, can Jingmin respond? Yes, but one moment, because this one is kind of fun. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> the bison... Oh, no. The bison is only, like, partway into the tent. Um, but you hear... Uh, the voice of Donna muffled behind it. You all right in there? <laughs> and then the slam of the bison's tail and just like a tremendous gust of wind causes the whole tent to shake the edges of the canvas to flap. And you surmise that Donna was just blasted quite a distance. <laughs> How? Yeah, I'll allow you to respond to it, Jingman. Um, Shingmin will look down at this individual on the flying bison, whom we now know as Boom Boom, and say, Don't interfere! This is mine and his fight! Oh. I think there's a move here. Is this... Is this intimidate? Is this plead? Um... I could see it going either way. <laughs> um... Because plead typically depends on an NPC to care about what you think. We don't have a history with this NPC. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it'd be intimidate then. Okay. Well, let's see it. Roll with passion. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, uh, that's a six. <clears throat> so, if we mm. all help across the city. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would only need one person to help across the city for it to be a at least a small hit. But. Uh. Um, uh, um, yeah, so this NPC will not back off or give in. It's just how I read this one. Um, Jingmin's challenges never go according to plan. <laughs> you should have taken your fight somewhere else. Poor choice. And the flying bison lurches towards you as we cut to Amuk, Fumi, and Lin. The three of you fo uh, follow the information you've been given by Woshi Ikeru to the access point to this secret system of tunnels. And as you keep moving closer and closer to what you think is the spot on the map, you hear the growing swell of noise. At first, indistinct, but as you get closer, it becomes clear that this is the sound of crowds cheering. And eventually, Lynn, the tops of circus tents come into view. Oh, God. The access point, based on your best sense of this little map on your scroll, is one of these tents. And we will cut there. 
That was fun. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Well. I hello. <laughs> I've just had the core rulebook up in front of me like this this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> just panic reading. Just like. <laughs> Yeah, I think it would be fun, especially if um, as you as you move towards the circus, you know, you come into view and you just see the behind of a flying bison popping out of a tent with no further explanation. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, we're having a ton of fun. Um, thanks, players, for bringing your wonderful energy to this every week. Uh, I love I love the story we're telling. And uh, if you haven't yet, uh, join us in Discord and hang out with us. Um, you can also follow us on Twitch or Patreon if you have not yet. Uh, we appreciate the support so much. And to those who do help us out, we thank you especially for thank helping you. us continue to do this. It's amazing. Last time, uh, we also got a lot of love on Twitch. Thank you for that. Um, we're just really excited to keep growing and hopefully help these stories find more people who love them. So thanks for hanging with us. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye. See Carmen. Musical episode. Relics of the New Republic is an Avatar Legends actual play podcast produced by Dustfire Media. As an independent production, your support helps us to continue putting out content like this. We'd like to thank our White Lotus Asian patron members like Makura. If you're interested in supporting Dustfire Media, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash dustfiremedia where you can access exclusive content including The Forge, our Patreon-exclusive show. Dustfire Media seeks to remain family-friendly, but this is an improv storytelling game, and the players may briefly depict scenes with more mature story elements. Until next week, seek harmony.